Welcome, hello, welcome, I think I said welcome twice, uh, to the season finale episode of iZombie Radio. We are finishing up our third season, and it just feels like yesterday we started this whole shebang. Uh, I am one of your lovely co-hosts, Sean, a.k.a. the Snarky Sean, and I'm here with the usual, the usual suspects. I've got Chris and Blaze. Chris, how's it going? I know you were away last week. Uh, yeah. So. Hey, hey guys. Hope I wasn't uh, missed too much. I'm sure I wasn't with these two dudes holding down the fort. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm doing pretty well. It was a uh, was a it was a nice nice week away. My brother uh, and my now sister-in-law got married out in St. Thomas on Saturday, so um, was was. Uh, it's fun to be out there, celebrate with them, and uh, yeah, overall, just a just a really good time. Didn't get too sunburnt, which is always an achievement for me. And uh, that's yeah. a plus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I'm uh, doing doing a little bit of a recovery here because we got in like late last night at like I didn't get home till a little after one o'clock, and like was watching the episode, watching the finale in the car ride home, and started my review. So. I'm still like a little, little tired, a little, a little bit out of it, but I'm gonna try to bring the energy here because my God, this does this episode deserve some energy? Uh, there, <laughs> a lot of stuff went down. A lot of stuff. Oh went down. yeah, it definitely is that roller coaster ride of emotions we all know and love from these iZombie finales, but like times ten. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we're here with the one, the only, Blaze. How are you doing, my good buddy? I'm doing good, man. Same, uh, feeling the same as Chris, pretty much. Just excited to talk about this this episode because they uh, they went big. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a good week. Yeah, almost series finale big. Like, mm-hmm. had we have not gotten that season four pickup, I mean. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, do we I mean, have any news this week? Uh, put it this way. If we do, I did not look it up. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to be yeah. honest. I'll be honest about my unprofessionalism. I, I'm still getting used to being being back home and getting stuff together. Uh, so we have we do have um, on TVLine.com uh, uh, for anyone who wants to check it out. We do have uh, Rob Thomas doing. He did a post uh, postmortem about the finale, which has some interesting stuff in there. So I want to make sure uh, I mention that. And let me just. Sorry, guys. My computer's being really, really slow as I try to pull it up here, just so I can go over some of the highlights um, for everybody. Uh, here we are. Um. But uh. Yeah, imagine if we didn't get the pickup and the last words ever uttered on iZombie would be, don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> which, which I feel like would be fitting for the show, Like, but uh, I'm glad we're, we're getting a whole nother season. Um, so yeah, in the post-mortem here, uh, Rob Thomas talks about, you know, just how, I mean, spoiler alert, guys, if you didn't watch the episode, we're going to kind of just dive into the episode, I guess. Uh <laughs> Uh, about how now everyone being in the know about zombies like really opens up the world of the show 
and how excited they are for it and how it just is such a radical change. Um, he talks about how kind of Major and Liv are going to be um, uh, kind of at odds next season with their philosophies, which makes sense because Liv is still certainly very much a human sympathizer, whereas the Major we see at the end of this finale is totally Team Z, full-on zo- zombies first kind of way. Uh, but not carry gold zombies first. No. Thankfully. As, yeah, I'm sure we'll, we'll have a lot to say about her. Um, he also mentions, I'm just kind of going question by question here. Um, he mentions about, you know, how, how they really had to debate a ton what to do with Robbie there. And that he, he can only promise that the, the scratch did not kill him. And that it will be revealed right away in the season four premiere whether he's a zombie or not. Um, he d- he briefly touches on the, the Basio and Clive romance and... Uh, you mean the Zombazio and yes, Clive romance? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I almost can't joke about it because of how sad I am for them, which, again, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into, but, uh, yeah. I uh, couldn't pass up the opportunity to say Zombazio. Oh, I, I, I understand. Um, and, uh, and so he talks about that. He talks about kind of Blaine will be running, like, the zombie black market and opening up a new restaurant, and then... He also mentions, which I thought was interesting, uh, that uh, is Liv is going. One of the long arcs for next season is Liv is going to be making like a name for herself, uh, but he wanted to hold off the details on how she's going to do that exactly. So uh, she's going to work with the zombie police. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, basically, yeah. So lots of good stuff you got uh, there for. Anyone who's interested in what they're pre and uh, a quick preview for season four, I'm sure when we're all out at Comic Con um, in a in a in a few weeks, um, we'll get some even more concrete details uh, about it. But um, but definitely a good read. Um, Rob Thomas is always like a fun interview, and uh, I'm pretty pretty excited about his ideas for next season. Uh, but yeah, so check that out, guys. It's on TVLine.com. Um, if you type in, t- I'm sure if you type in on Google TV, TV line, you know, iZombie postmortem or iZombie EP, it will, it'll pop right up. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about all the news I've had the time to look at. Uh, but really I kind of, I think we all kind of just want to dive into talking about the episode, I'm sure. Yeah. There's no other news other than just that. I mean, I think. Rob Thomas reveals some season four spoilers, but that's for another day. Because <laughs> we want to get right into this oh, one juicy episode. I don't really have words to explain it, but here I am on a podcast about to use words to explain it. <laughs> uh, there's There were just so many, like, plot twists that just thickened the plot of the episode. Because I went into this episode thinking that Chase was the mastermind behind it all. Mm-hmm. And little by little, the curtain peeled back and he's like, I didn't do any of this. Which um, I liked it. Which I liked and I didn't. But I liked it because I think that his character was already so unique and interesting that like It'll be, I, th- I like, was very, I liked 
the ending, how they made him like, okay, you know, I, this is not what I wanted, but it, the fact is, like, it happened, and no, I, I'm going to handle it as, like... I, I agree with you there, um, where I like what they did with his character. What I don't like is Carrie Gold, who literally is a, a woman whose, like, full name I didn't know until last right. week's episode, yeah. is, is this mastermind. Um, and that, to me, because this is the thing. I, I want to get it clear and kind of off my chest right here. I, I really like this finale, especially I know I wasn't here to talk about last week's episode, but if you look at it as a part one and a part two and a whole thing, it's it's a hell of a finale. It really is. Um, however, I, I think it's indicative of the, some of my issues with this season as a whole, which is that they tried – to cram like 18 episodes or like you know essentially 19 episodes like they had last season of story into 13 and some things because of that ended up feeling like a little rushed or a little under undercooked and i definitely think uh carrie gold was one of them i think the whole flu thing was because like the flu was mentioned at the very beginning mm-hmm. of the season, and then all of a sudden, hey, it's a major plot point again, guys. And, like, I don't know. Some of that's oh, the, the whole Liv-Justin breakup with, I know I wasn't here last week, but, guys, Liv sleeping with Chase Graves, what the hell was that crap? Anyway, um, but uh, I have to be here to say, like, I'm sorry. Like, listen, ju- uh, Jason Doring, objectively speaking, great-looking dude. But, like... Like, I just, you know, like, it's it's indicative, I think, of a bigger problem with Liv, which I was hoping they were going to get into in this episode, and they never really did, aside from Justin saying, like, you could fight the brain, and then that broke them off, broke it off with them. But then we have Justin near the end of the episode, like, calling the mercenaries out to, like, shoot at Liv. I was just like, all right, we, we've kind of gone a little a little too far here. Things got um, yeah. radical. Exactly. Justin took the whole bad X thing to a whole new level, and it hadn't even been like twenty four hours. It, like, exactly. Exactly, though, and like I, I get it. He's pissed, but like, you're gonna shoot her. I, that's, that's not gonna fix anything. No, it's not, and it's just, and that's my thing, and like, and so like little moments like that for me, whereas like, they just didn't. Uh, they kind of were necessary to put the pl- push the plot forward. Like we want the exciting scene there of Liv running away from the mercenaries and stuff like that. Which, like, I also want to just say off the top too, like, because we I think we all had some issues near the beginning of this season where it felt like Liv was kind of being sidelined a little bit in some episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Liv's front and center in this episode, and she kicks ass. She's awesome throughout this whole. I mean, she's always awesome. But this is, like, an episode that really reminds you of how great Liv is, like, from the fight in the kitchen with the teenage zombies to... Uh, that mallet throw, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was spot on. No, for sure. I was like, damn! To, 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 to I'm sure, Blaze's ple- uh, pleasure when she went, uh, mm-hmm. and she went, she lived fully to the max there for a little max bit. Max Ranger like, lives on in the, in the this show. Dude, super max, man, super max. But uh, I couldn't have passed up the opportunity to just say "live to the max" and mm-hmm. spell it like her name. Yeah. In my live tweeting last night, I'm like, I-, I can't pass this up. For sure, but I'm sorry. I just, I have, I have a lot of conflicted feelings about this whole, about this whole finale. While I, 
I very much liked it, and I very, very, very much where it pushes us forward in the season four. I don't know how I feel about how it wraps everything up for season three. It doesn't. We still have so many things that are left hanging for season four to pick up. Mm -hmm. The season, you can't say it lacked ambition. It was very ambitious in its scope. And because they only got 13 episodes, I feel like they had to put certain things on the back burner to get to those points. So the illusion flew at the very beginning of the season. Like they planted that seed there because they knew they wanted to use that in the finale, but they don't talk about it at all because they had to deal with the cure being stolen, deal with Dilmore Graves, deal with this, deal with that, deal with this, and just... And six different character plot developments throughout the entire season as well in thirteen episodes. Like And and that's and that's my thing. And like I think they but like they've done it before, right? Like they had thirteen episodes in season one and I brought this up in my review last night. But Blaine, like kidnapping and killing those kids feels like an incredibly like vital, dangerous threat. Whereas like again, Carrie Gold was this, like, cipher on the sides, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden she's, like, put into prominence. And I'm okay with the switcheroo. Like, I am. Like, frankly, I'm glad we're going to get more, uh, more Chase Graves, hopefully. I think he's a very fascinating character. And also, really... that badass scene. It's like, he always keeps a spare gun. Even when he's cleaning one, he's got his backup. <laughs> Smart man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad time to clean your Glock. Bad time for you. Bang, bang, bang. Yep, yep. You always got to have your your backup clock. Uh, you know, don't we all? Uh, but uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah. No, I uh, I just wish that it all felt more satisfying. Even Clive looking down at her, being like, again, like, so she's the one who killed Wally and them. Like, even that arc felt a little unsatisfying there, but. I don't know. I'm not trying to like poo poo on this episode. I really, I really did enjoy it. It's just, I think, and we can maybe we can say I'll save it my stuff for the end. Maybe we can talk about the season as a whole, but because uh, I think that's more where my issues are. Less than so much this episode, and more like that. I think they should have just focused on some things instead of others this season like again like maybe we didn't need some love triangle bs and we could have focused on some other stuff (laughs) oh yeah that whole love triangle nonsense Uh, unnecessary love interests that went nowhere that we don't see or hear from again period (laughs) like there's a lot that the season did and it did well but because they didn't really have a central focus. They wanted to do so much with so little, which for the most part, they succeeded. There's just, you know, lingering threads that now have to be carried on into a future season that we won't be seeing for at least six to seven months from now, at least if that, because it's going to be back at maybe, maybe late winter, early spring. Yeah, I think the the earliest we're going to see this potentially is January, and that's very, very hopeful, I feel like. I feel yeah, like 
that's feel, if they start filming now, take a break for Comic-Con, and then film from Comic-Con then. Well, I mean, I think that's... I mean, they can even... They can shoot it later than Comic-Con, still have it come out in January. I mean, the production... Because they had everything pretty much... They had everything in the can before they premiered um, this season. But yeah, I, it depends on how the CW wants to schedule it out. And I think they like it as a spring show that kind of comes out in like a March. Um, or in this case, obviously, in April. Uh, and pushes into summer before their summer lineup starts. Yeah, exactly. Um uh, which is going to be tough for us for the hi- hiatus, but that's another discussion for another time. <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting really, I'm getting really bummed just thinking about it. But uh, I've got plans. I've got plans. We're good. <laughs> we can make this work. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I guess, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like I've dominated this conversation. You guys talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, definitely agree with you though on like your sort of, like, negatives or just kind of, like, off parts about the episode and the season and everything. Um, but, yeah, it's... Because it feels like... Like, thinking back to the beginning of the season and, like, just where everything started and, like... And then where it finishes last night, it feels like it was so long ago, I guess, in the progression of the show. And, like, they really crammed so much in... Um, but yeah, I thought I agree with you. Like, I was definitely glad to see this episode be like live focused, and then adding to that, um, what you mentioned with the post mortem about like she's going to sort of like make a name for herself next season. Um, I kind of like that. I th- I think it's going to be so interesting to watch like our characters who are now we'll call them like veteran zombies. Um, yeah, you know, how they decide to sort of like step up and emerge into this world, just with like that stuff and like clearly like what they set up for major i guess and his mentality now well no for sure and i also think too it's going to be interesting to see how many you know i think i forget if he says it in the postmortem or not um rob thomas but like if there's going to be like you know the zombies that kind of keep the the old natural look like Liv has and like is we're going to see like kind of like a new type of prejudice against them Mm-hmm. Uh, in a kind of way, because I mean, she even brings up getting like the finger thrown at her when she's walking on the street to Ravi in that last scene, and uh, I mean, it's clear like, again during that montage when Chase Graves is talking and we see um, Major and them f- fighting off against those guys. Like, it's clear not everyone is okay with this, um, and I don't know. It's gonna be. It's really going to be interesting. I, I I think this was the only play of the show had though, because I don't know. Like you got so close with um, people finding out about zombies this season, the only next stage to go was to actually reveal it. Uh, it's just just in the the way it happened was kind of like whoa, you know, with with Johnny Frost getting on the news there mm-hmm. and announcing it. Well, rather that than mass pandemonium because they found some dude eating some other dude's face. I thought it was cool, though, because it was neat for such a goofy character, you know? He basically, like, when he really does need to, like, do his job and, like, do his duty, um, he, like, comes through. 
Yeah, I definitely appreciated that he turned the series on. Yeah. Especially after he's like, oh, are you are you wearing a wig? Are you here to, like, <laughs> insinuate I did something nefarious again? And then list the only other, like, slightly dirty thing he can think of. An all-night massage parlor. <laughs> Dude, I I want more of a uh, of zombie Johnny Frost. Yeah. I I need I need more Johnny Frost in my life. And the idea of zombie Johnny Frost, him at, the idea of him at the scratching post trying mm-hmm. blue brain is just too good. Him and Donnie. <laughs> yes. I mean, hopefully they still have some of that choreographer brain left over. Uh, dude, <laughs> great, great greatest scene. Greatest scene ever. Like I, said, oh. like I said, I was watching, I was watching this in the car last night, and I like I audibly cheered with my headphones on. I was like, "Oh my god!" It was like it was Zombie La La Land. This is great. <laughs> like, uh, it was I, so funny. That is by far now my favorite brain. Like period. Mm-hmm. Like move over Zumba instructor brain. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, this just one upped you. Also, since we're on the topic of Johnny Frost, I would be remiss to uh, not bring up literally the best joke of the night last night, which is the comic book title card of Just a Prick shows up, and then quick cut right to Johnny Frost. Cutting the entire line. Like, mm-hmm. oh, excuse me, excuse me, press. Coming through, coming through. Yep, dude, it was just like, I saw that come up, I was like, Oh, like, that's clever. Like, I thought it was clever enough. Like, oh, they're getting the vaccines. And then it cut to him, and I'm just like, oh, my God, show you're the best. Like, you are the best. <laughs> These title cards, at least the title cards of the season have been spot on. This finale's musical cues were on point. Like, mm-hmm. oh, man. And <sighs> also, like, the other thing I found interesting was just because you you got into, like, the scratching post you know how obviously Donnie shows up at the end and uh, he starts giving everybody the sample of like actual brains and not the yeah. not the tubes and how one that's kind of screwed up because they're borderline like selling a drug you know like it's almost like like Donnie is in his classic like dealer mode and he's like wants to get these people addicted dude well I mean uh, now now here's I'm... your government sanctioned brains. Now and I'm really this other stuff you can try. <laughs> I'm really going to be bringing up a lot of true blood comparisons now because the blue brain is now going to be like V, in a lot of ways. Oh, that yeah, that is true. You know, um, if if no one's watched True Blood, stop after the third season. You don't do the rest of yourself. Um, but uh, but yeah, I um, it's like because now like you know the whole idea of that you know of them coming out of the coffin and now like zombies are coming quote unquote coming out of the grave mm-hmm. uh, and now they're you know exposed to the world and the other thing right like I like what you brought up there Blaze about the brains but we see major like scratching people to survive now illnesses and things like that like yeah that that brings up a whole different host of like issues now where it's like. Well, like, I'm dying from some disease, but if I get scratched, like, I'm okay. Like, like it's just, that's a lot of different moral dilemmas. <laughs> oh, you have cancer? <laughs> now you don't. Yeah, it, exactly, kind of, yeah. And, yeah, it does bring up a lot of moral 
moral issues. It brings up whew, so much, and God, I just hope that they have a better sort of storyline for Major next season because I just really feel like they uh, they didn't know what to do with him this season, other than for uh, like the main important beats. Uh, dude, uh, I don't know, man. I, I think this might have been the best major storyline we've gotten. Um, it's a sad one. Um, but I think, like, where he ends the season is pretty damn perfect for his character's journey. Like, he's, mm-hmm. just, a, he's just a guy who has everything stripped away from him to the point where he literally and figuratively strips away his own humanity at the end of this season. He's like, bagging. He's bagging Chase. Yeah, exactly. Because that explosion didn't zombify him. I was a little upset by that. Like, he was close enough to the explosion to feel it. Like, I, I don't know. The fact it, that he had to beg Chase Graves. Like, if it would have been one thing had he just re-zombified. I would have felt better. I just didn't feel right about it, him begging to, like, come back. I See, I love that scene. Um, because it, again, shows his desperation and his his need to, like, that as much as he loves, like, the people in his life, that, like, Fillmore Grace is really the only place that he can fully and freely be himself. He's had everything else taken away from him. You know, because he's the chaos killer, he's had his reputation taken away from him. He had Natalie. By the way, because again, I wasn't on last week. God damn you, I zombie. God damn you. Like, <laughs> no one is ever happy in this show now, no, and no, I'm upset. Like I was, <laughs> except I was, for Blaine. Blaine is like happy as can be right now. I got, I got to, I got to St. Thomas the, on Wednesday right after seeing that episode, and I poured one out for my girl Natalie because. <laughs> That, uh, dude, that was so sad. And, like, I loved her character. I thought she was so much fun. Um, but literally, though, he has every little thing taken away from him. And it's a moment of sheer desperation that he can, that he has to turn to Chase. And in that way, it's, it's like signing the, you know, it's like signing the contract with the devil there, man. He's signing over his soul in a way. Whatever, whatever we think of Chase, his soldiers are soldiers. And, that's what Major is now, and that's the purpose he has in his life because he's seen what humanity can do, and he knows that you know this this zombie brotherhood he has that that is yeah. for real, and he wants revenge for what happened to his friends. Yeah, I thought like I really loved it too because I even saw it just more as like he yeah like he just is a man of duty now and. Uh, and, like, after watching all of his friends die, like, he has a chance to basically, like, return to the family that, you know, we saw him grow very close with throughout this season. And, uh, and now he has a way back in. But, yeah, like you said, Chris, like, he wants to avenge them, basically. And, you know, I think he, he really, he recognizes that he can step up and be sort of a leader in this type of an organization. Um... So I think it'll be really exciting. Uh, I thought I agree with you. I think it, Major's story had like a very nice finish, and he was definitely. I was just I was excited to see the uh, 
the way they sent him off this uh, this season. So, For, I like where he ended up. Like I'm, like this is like the sort of perfect version of what we need Major to be at. I'm just saying, leading up to now, from the very beginning of the show, like. He was a very iffy character throughout most of that, and I'm glad that he now sort of has this goal, like this sort of drive in him. I mean, but this going is the, forward, but that's <laughs> but but that's the thing, right? Like, yeah, it's good that he has a drive. I mean, but major, like major, even so, even in season one, like. You know, Major's always kind of been someone who was who was looking for something bigger, who was looking for some type of connection or, or something bigger than himself. Because think about where he starts the show off. The woman he loves breaks up with him, like, weeks before their wedding or whatever it is, you know, his fiance, And he's just kind of like, what the hell am I supposed to do? Um, and then, you know, he pieces together everything about zombies in season one, which was an, another another great arc. Um, and then last year he's doing everything to protect the people he loves, but, but now I think he's learning that like, he, he kind of has to be ruthless in order to do that. I think he feels like, you know, like, I think that's what he really learned this season. Like whenever he let his guard down this year, whether it was with Shauna, who then blew up his world with, again, with like creating those shirts and having, you know. <laughs> I need but, one of those T-shirts. I yeah, I will uh, so make one of those shirts and go to the iZombie press room <laughs> wearing that shirt. It's not a bad. It's not a bad idea. Um, Hoping he's not at another One Tree Hill reunion. <laughs> hey man, Robert Buckley's going to do Robert Buckley. I respect I respect the man for what he does. He's a good. He's a very good actor. But and you got to keep the One Tree. <laughs> got to keep the One Tree Hill fans happy too. But. uh but uh, but no, but, but what I'm trying to say is is that he's learned that, you know, I think that's what he's kind of learned is that you have to be ruthless and kind of militaristic and almost a little heartless in order to keep what's yours protected. Because anytime he lets his guard down, yeah, he let his guard down with Shauna, he let his guard down with Natalie. What happened? Like, you know, um, and that's unfortunate, but... Uh, it's just, uh, I'm curious now too, obviously he and Liv are kind of going to be in opposition next season, but now that they're both zombies, if potentially, potentially we might get a reunion with them at some point next year. Uh, might have to get past the fact that she did sleep with his boss and I, like, he might be jealous of that because have you seen Chase Graves? <laughs> Man. He, <laughs> It's it's a tough sell between the two of them. Like, as many times as we've seen them shirtless, both of them this season, like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> Liv's got a tough choice. <laughs> I, yeah. Anyway, yeah, she does. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but I don't I don't think Major's gonna care so much about her with Chase. I think it's. Again, they have to more they have to reconcile their their viewpoints is what I'm trying to but what I'm trying to say is they can no longer use the excuse of their 
you know, he's he's human, she's zombie. You know, like now that he's chosen this life and and everything. Um, but uh, no, but the yeah. zom life chose him. <laughs> I I I have nothing to add. Yes, go right ahead. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, just throwing in as many memes as I can. <laughs> I do, I agree with you there too that uh, that at least like I don't major shouldn't care or probably doesn't care at all about uh, her with Chase Graves because it's not like I think he has a very you know adult understanding about their relationship I guess and just like he respects where they both are and. Uh, I like that they can always have that ground level of friendship. I mean, for sure, and I mean, it should go with shouldn't go without saying that he was okay with her and Justin. Exactly. Yep. Because yeah. like he has already accepted that, which means you know, which means he's okay with basically like whatever she does. While you know, he's not. He I guess learns to uh, just operate on his own. For sure, for sure. He's not as torn apart by the whole thing now. But with Justin, given, the yeah. one thing I will give him is like, the one thing I will give Justin, I guess, is that he has, I really liked how, uh, you know, she tried to give him the like, it was the brain, it was, or, you know, not me. Because while we... Like, I obviously believe that she's telling the truth and everything. It still is kind of like, that's not, you know, he's, he doesn't want to, he doesn't accept that anymore. Like, there's been so many times this season. I feel like that it was like building to that. Well, but I also, I also feel as viewers, we can't accept it from Liv. Because, mm-hmm. because we had Liv in the episode with Drake, uh, say that she's thrown herself more into the brains than she has before, but she's past that now, mm-hmm. you know? And I think, to me, it's, again, and that's another a thing I felt like wasn't totally satisfying about the season, was that I, I personally felt, and I know I wasn't again here to talk about it last week, but that it more spoke to something inside of Liv, that she wasn't necessarily fulfilled or happy in this relationship. She liked the new kind of attention she was getting with, with the, with the look and everything. Um, and I think she more importantly, like, like the idea of shit, cause she has that conversation with the guy last week about like, Oh, you can kind of have any identity. You can kind of be whoever you want. And I, I think that's an attract, an attractive quality to live. Um, you know, after after kind of carrying so much weight uh, for these past couple of years with everything that's been going on in her life, um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's a whole mix of things, but I think again to say like it, it was just the brain is um, is 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 a is kind of a, a half-assed excuse, but uh, it's a cop-out excuse. It's not. We've seen her overcome the brain more time than not yeah and uh, yeah i don't know i mean it's a sh- like listen i understand why justin is upset and he had every right to break up with her and right but like that my only thing was like dude dude just, just 
just let her go. Like, what you guys are doing here at Fillmore Graves is shady as crap. And, like, uh, and, yeah. you know, like, I understand she shot, like, or that she slept with Chase Graves, but, like, you're also, like, working for this dude. <laughs> and you're also alive. Yeah. If she had not been at that party, had she had been at that party, y'all three would have been gonzo. End of show. Bye-bye. Good night. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the real that's the real series finale right there. Um, just explosion. No one's happy. Robbie's just crying because he just lost everything except for Peyton. Cut, cut to the I Zombie theme song. <laughs> I am and Robbie's Robbie and Peyton are just dead inside. That song takes on a whole new meaning. And Blaine's still running his brain business. <laughs> and that's and and cut. Roll credits. Well. But, but speaking of Blaine, because, Sean, I know you said about Major not really having a story this season. If anyone, I feel like, got the short end of things, I think it's both Blaine and Peyton. Blaine and Peyton, for sure, because they were still that sort of love love interest thing at the very beginning with the whole cure. And then after that storyline wrapped up, they're like, ah, oh, what do we do with these two people? It, they kind of just reset them in a way. I mean, like, it looks like at the end that Peyton did take up that chief of staff job with Baracus. So um, now she's once again under Baracus. Yeah, but, uh... And Blaine's running a brain business. Exactly. They kind of had to bring Blaine... Bra- Blaine bleh, bring Blaine Brack back. Try saying that five <laughs> times fast. Um, but, Don't. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had to big, bring him back to his kind of, like evil businessman ways um and that's really kind of what the whole arc of the season was it's just like bringing him back to his success where that was kind of taken from him last season he's now regained it um i mean it's it's a little more of a legitimate way than obviously in season one but uh but yeah still shady still very shady i mean i mean he does run shady plots. <laughs> <laughs> and his dad's still in a well. Oh, still so good, though. Still so good. Love that he did that. God, that was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, what are you going to do to me? Eh, I'm just going to drop you down a well. Night. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but, uh, I, and I can, I can understand. I mean, they're, they're a little more supporting characters. They're a little more on the periphery. Like, I can get why they partially got the short short end of the stick here they um, weren't the big four of this season no no um and... that's okay though i mean if we again if we if we had gotten more episodes if we i feel like you know they would have gotten a little more a little more to do but there was so much heavy lifting with the Fillmore grave stuff this year mm-hmm. too that yeah I, um but Let's see. It was <sighs> snowing. It was really freaking cold in Seattle. <laughs> well, I mean, you bring up you bring up the main four. I mean, I think we we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about obviously germaphobe, germaphobe Clive, germaphobe Clive, and then I think we say we saved the biggest moment for last, which is Ravi. But let's uh, let's get into Clive. Uh continuing his whole germaphobe thing. 
Gosh. Germaphobe Clive is blah, 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 blah. Germaphobe Clive is my favorite Clive. I can't English today. <laughs> bring, bring, bring Blaine back. Bring Blaine back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, just his reactions in last week's episode, just sitting as far away from everyone as possible to this time, like, I, I need to get that cure. Like, uh, I need to get that vaccine as soon as possible. Like, itching for that. To then finding out that, oh, wait, it's tainted. Well, I mean, I just, I just love that. Once Bazio really kind of painted him into that corner there, he was just like, you know what? Screw it. Like, I'm just gonna. I just love that there was no more like kind of BS excuses from him. He's like, let me just close the blinds. Mm-hmm. Let me turn off the camera. Make sure he's all secure. One moment. Wham! Yeah, and just punches Tanner right in the face. Also, uh, can we all give a, a, a round of applause for Dale Bazio for being, like, the most easygoing, cool person ever to find out zombies exist? She kind of just, just ran with it. She was just like, oh, oh, okay, like, cool. And then, like, That's next scene. Thing. Okay. Yeah. And, then, and then next scene, she's getting all flurry with Clive again. And I'm like, ah, good vibes are here. The good times uh... are here. Oh, uh, crap, that cure is most definitely, or that vaccine is most definitely tainted. Ah, uh, no, ah. Uh, I zombie people can't just, guys, writers, you just can't let people be happy. Just can't let people be happy. But uh, I'm just so happy they're back together. I agree with you. Like, I was really happy when he just, you know, got to the point and was very upfront with her because the minute, you know, the minute he was able to do that, he did it. And, uh,. Yeah, and then she was so accepting of it, which I think is even cooler. But, uh, but yeah, it's such a shame. It's so tragic. Um, regardless, though, it'll be fun to see both of them on screen a lot more together, you know, and like you said, all those little flirtatious moments that they have together and uh, that chemistry. I'm excited to have that back in the show. Her sassiness was just so <laughs> perfect while waiting in line. Like, really? That's how all great love stories start? Standing in <laughs> line for a vaccine? For an ep- like for a plague-level epidemic flu? Yeah. Well, I think the, uh... I think what is, uh... What's gonna be really interesting, and Blaze, you brought this up to me last night when we were talking about it briefly, um, and I, I mentioned it in my review, was... It's going to be really, really fascinating to watch them try to keep this romance together because we've already seen it fail with um, Major and Liv. They gave it a shot, didn't work. But that scene last night of Clive helping her dye her hair, maybe, maybe I'm just a hopeless romantic, guys, but it gives me some hope. It gives me, it gives me some hope that they're going to be okay, that they're going to work through it, you know? Um, well, I think the whole reason why uh, Major and Liv didn't end up working was because he was just dying. He was just flat out dying. Well, I'm I'm more talking about them last in season two. Oh, right. Okay. Which is when, 
Which is when so he... Post-cure, yeah. but pre-pneumonia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, back, like, when, I think, what what brain was it even? The, the like, uh, the, like, Chris Angel-like brain last year, and he was oh, just, yeah. like... And he kind of came. He kind of came home and was like, "Uh, this is. I'm not really good with this." But this uh, is weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, but, I see where you're getting at. I see where you're getting at. Yeah. So that this gives them the chance to tell that story over again, and I'm I'm hoping they don't necessarily hit the same beats because, I mean. We know how much Major and Liv love each other, but like Bazio and and Clive are two different people. So I'm I'm hoping that while they might face some of the same challenges, that like we see it explored in a little bit of a different way, and that um you know Liv Liv will also kind of be there to help Clive, you know, understand some of the some of the issues that Dale might be having. Yeah, absolutely. He's like, he's definitely lucky to have you know, to already know uh, some people he can go to and that are like familiar faces like to her and to him and everything. People that he trusts. Yeah. Um, let's see what else do I have to say about Clive? Uh, I don't really have much else written down about Clive. I just I just think again to kind of do some season reflection here that uh having him in the know this season was the biggest like positive for me. Yeah, I don't think this season would have been the way it was had he not found out at the end of last season. Like the fact that he knew that Liv was still like these brains were affecting live in this way and it wasn't just some weird like psychic visiony thing helped him helped prepare him for this moment. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, and I think like I think it just still led to to more funny Clive moments uh because he, he was he was in on it, but he still was kind of like, oh wow, like this is happening, that's happening, you know. It's and it kind of made it more fun because he's he's watching it, he's kind of watching live in the same way we are. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's a thing that that's happening right now. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, and and watching him <laughs> and watching him kind of help come up for excuse, come up. Uh, come up with excuses for her i think was fun because you know before we'd see him sitting there more like uh what like yeah i'm i'm with you know with whoever this person we're interviewing like live i don't get this behavior whereas now it's like oh yeah she uh she didn't get much sleep last night like um and that's why she's acting like a dominatrix uh just 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 draw the nipples jimmy man just draw the nipples <laughs> But uh, if you give if you give me the window, if you give me the opportunity to say it, I'm going to say it. Oh, but that that's why I, I I lobbed you that so you could I opened the door for you so you could say it. I purposely did that. <laughs> I knew uh, where you were going. 
for sure, for sure. But uh, but yeah, no, I'm just I'm really happy that Clive. You know, obviously it's not exactly what he wanted with Fazio, but I'm glad they're back together, and I hope they can work through it. And I just think him this season with the Wally storyline and just just being thrown into this world of zombies was really was really fun and different, and I just made me appreciate Clive even more as a character. And I think we all three of us can say we always appreciate Malcolm Goodwin's reaction faces. Uh, including including one the one last night when he and Ravi find out about Chase Graves and live sleeping together. That was really fun. Oh, <laughs> no, Ravi Ravi's face because he found out about it the night before. It was like a oh really? Please tell more. Please tell more. And then Liv just throws him the solid burn. And it oh man, Ravi can never catch a break. Even when he feels like oh this is gonna be good. It still somehow comes back to bite him in the ass. <laughs> yeah, the 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 Casey Cups line, like, yeah, she didn't really choose men particularly well or whatever. Ah, ah. And She's I, like, uh, destroyed. Excuse me. <laughs> yep. Oh man, that that was that was perfect. And I'm yeah. glad that we actually got to mention that. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't remember what the exact line was, but yeah, his just his response was was fantastic. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, I I was really happy with Clive this season. But uh, but Sean, you you brought up Ravi. I, I guess the time has come to to get into it, man. I mean, we could just talk about field hockey sticks and why Patrice loves field hockey sticks so much. I mean that we could talk about how kick-ass that fight scene was, but and why you always need to bring a portable phone charger <laughs> wherever you go. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. That's... Also, shout out to Patrice's actress for following us on Twitter the other night. Appreciate it. I can't mm-hmm. remember her name name off the top of my head, but she followed us and uh, was live tweeting right alongside us or me. Yeah, it was me. It was during the West Coast airing. But, yeah. Shout out to that. But I guess we can talk about Robbie. I mean, <laughs> if that's all we have left to talk about. Well, what a way to end the season for Robbie. After everything he has gone through. It's the, again, him and Major Man, they get the perfect character endings for this season. Yeah, I. What do you think is going to happen to him? <sighs> human or zombie? He's he's human with side effects. Boom. That's a yeah, I could see he, that. He grays a little bit just just so we can get Andy to freak out just a smidge. <laughs> but I, I don't want him to just constantly be shouting out Santa Ravi at me. I already have the parody song playing in my head right now, and I'm not okay with this. And it's not saying by Mariah Carey, no, no, no. Rahul is singing it himself. Because why not? (laughs) Yeah, I actually really (laughs) like that idea of... uh... I just... uh, Sorry, Blaze, not to cut you off. I just Last thing I'll say is just 
if he becomes a zombie, there's too many damn zombies on the mm-hmm. show. That's that's my thing. Where like we need that human factor, and um, we need at least two. And I definitely think though that that would be something fresh, like make him a human with side effects and introduce this new like possibility. I guess that's uh. Yeah, I think that would give him a good... That'd be very interesting. I could also see him just being human. And... But I guess... I, but see, that's... At that point, it's like... I guess the show technically, like... Theoretically could end. But... But then it's a matter of how does he take... Like, the effect on his blood or whatever... And, and use it to make a new... A full-blown new cure. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, or even just a vaccine to begin with. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Even some type of vaccine, yeah. Um, I I don't know. I, I the So, I mean, and that's the thing, like, there was no doubt. That's why I kind of like how it ends, right? Because it's, it's less about, um, it's, it's less about really, like, kind of what happens to Ravi and more with the fact that he and Liv have grown so much and are willing to take this kind of leap of faith together mm-hmm. because that scene is, is yeah, it's a, it's a you know, quote-unquote cliffhanger to end, end the season on, but it's also about how, about, you know, it's about how close they've become. It's about this, this friendship which kick-started the show. I love the fact that, you know, he says, you know, Ravi even says there, he's like, this is where it all began, Liv. You know, I walked in on you eating brains. And in a lot of ways, it really felt like the show kind of closing the book on, on chapter one of this story. I don't I don't know how many seasons of iZombie we're necessarily going to get, but this to me was like, okay, like we've told the story of zombies being hidden. Uh, let's close on that chapter, and now we're going to get zombies in the open. And But you know what? Through it all, these two are going to be our, our, our best friend pair. They're going to be through with... Uh, through the through thick and thin with each other. Mm-hmm. I I say we've officially gone into Act Two of the story that they want to tell because we just left the world as we know it behind, and now yes. we got to see these heroes adapt to this new. Or even the last three seasons are like the first story, like the first quote unquote movie in that three-act structure. And we start anew. For sure. Yeah, they're definitely, like, finishing off a big, uh... They're hitting a big, uh, turning point in in the show. Um, Because this is huge. It... It is. It's really... It's 100% a game-changer. Like, I... I've been saying a lot this season, like, oh, the change, you know, that, like, each episode is changing the game in different ways, but, mm-hmm. like, this this one really does. It's, everything's different now. Um, even though, I think Rob Thomas has confirmed, like, we're still gonna get, you know, the, the case of the week and everything, and we're still gonna get Liv and Clive working together, even though people are gonna have, or cops are gonna have zombie partners now, because... They understand how beneficial it is, mm-hmm. um, but 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 it's it's yeah it's it's a lot it's a lot different and uh, I mean it's it's really it's it's really exciting 
but the but I think to me the important thing with you know with this show and so many shows you know no matter no matter what your no matter what changes um, is that the show's kind of DNA you know the characters always um, stay true to themselves and and that their connections kind of stay uh, solid which. I think that's what's so reassuring about that Liv and Robbie scene, right? Because Major's at such a different place. You know, Clive's got his own thing going on with with Bozio. Peyton's working for Baracus, but but these two, uh, you know, these two medical examiners standing in that morgue together, you know, trusting in each other again. Um, I, I don't. I found it really. I found it. I know it's going to sound maybe like a dramatic dramatic word. I found it really beautiful. And I thought it perfectly encapsulated what we all love about the show because it has the heart of iZombie in that conversation between the two of them. And then, of course, it, it undercuts it just a little bit with Robbie acting like a jerk and then Liv going, don't be a dick. And, like, it's just such the perfect way to, to end the season. It really, it really was. But now Kavanaugh doesn't get to solve his case. Who cares? His Wally case. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say everything. I mean, I feel like there's going to be plenty of uh, potential yeah. replacement cases for him now. Exactly. But this was like Kavanaugh's case. I nah. think. I was. Gonna, uh, I wanted I... to bring that up though. Like, what do you guys think? How do you think he reacts? He's probably going to just... be. He's probably gonna be like, "This is cool." He's probably gonna be like, more like, "Oh, okay, this is a thing now, I guess." I feel like he, uh, I honestly, I feel like he's gonna like call out Clive, yep, the, or yep. like basically just give him crap, because like, essentially everybody will see Clive as a fraud, to an extent. Yeah, like like uh, like Babinot. Yeah. Ba- Babano, this is how you solved everything. Yeah, like like the jealous, because I feel like, you know, maybe some people will actually, you know, give him props, kind of, like, hey, you happen to stumble upon this and, like, believe in it, and, like, good for you for being basically, like, the first, one of the first, like, people to buy into zombies and, like, believe in them. But then, yeah, like, there's definitely going to be people like Kavanaugh, who, it'll probably be the majority of people who are like, you know, screw you, man, like... You didn't earn it on your own. Yeah, I'm. I'm really curious to see people's reaction to that. That's a really great point, Blaze. I was, I, ha- I had that thought like last night. Like, well, now if everyone's doing it, they're all kind of gonna look at Clive and be like, "Ah, oh, so you were like." But then Clive is also gonna be like, "Well, listen, I didn't know this for a couple years." <laughs> you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, and he's I, also going to be like, yo, I did this first, so uh, shut up. Yeah, like they're just haters. <sighs> yeah. I know what I'm doing, so listen to me, and you will succeed. <laughs> How to work with a zombie 101 hey. with your teacher, Clive Babineau. Clive, Clive's gonna, Clive might, you know, I don't know how well the Seattle, Seattle PD plays, Clive. Clive, uh, if Clive needs some extra money on the side, why not? How to handle zombies 101 with Doctor Ravi Chakravarti. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
I had um, one more thing I wanted to bring up with uh, Major. Was also, do you think Major? I mean, he seems very... Uh, I feel like he is very happy where he is kind of now. And like I mentioned earlier, like he has that sense of duty. Do you think at any point um, he tries to get his name sort of like cleared for all the Chaos Killer stuff? Because now the whole story can come out? I... I don't think he gives a crap anymore. Yeah, right? That's sort of how I felt as well. You know, like... Because uh, even still, people are going to be like, okay, cool, so zombies existed when you did this, like, and people were threatening zombies. You still kidnapped people. Mm-hmm. Like, even yeah. if they were zombies, you still did this. It's not nice. Yeah, that's definitely fair. Yeah, um... I... Because I feel Maybe like, he goes to zombie like he's going to take it more as, like, he has an opportunity to, like, step up on the zombie side, like, in a time that is very much uh, needed. Yeah, And that's I think... the name he's going to make for himself. Exactly. I think, and frankly to him, I don't think he cares about... I don't think he cares about the, um... The the um the the kind of public of Seattle anymore. I don't think he cares. I feel like the killer abs thing was the last straw where he was just like he just became numb to it all. Uh, yeah, and um, I I think the thing is too. I mean, I wrote this in my review of last week's episode. Like, it's really the like. Natalie's death and his friend's death, that's the last straw for Major. Mm-hmm. He he is a broken person now. Like, he he really is. And, because, uh, like, I, that's how I started off my review. I went, like, poor Major. Oh, poor, poor Major. Because he's always finding himself in these, like, unfortunate situations, even more so than any other character on the show. Mm-hmm. And, frankly, like, I could see him just wanting to withdraw from it all put a gun in his hand and like just you know be this be this soldier not not a mindless soldier necessarily but but an emotionless soldier this kind of robotic soldier in a way very true but uh i don't know i mean i would like to see him clear his name if only because then we'd get maybe some of the more fun loving major back and Mm -hmm. i don't think I don't, uh, I don't think that, um, I don't think we're going to get too much of, a too many kind of, uh, too much of the quick-witted, funny-joking major that we've seen in seasons past. We might yeah. get a slightly snarkier one, depending on certain circumstances, but I don't know. I think he's going to be a lot more, I think, I agree, I think he's going to be a lot more serious to, like, and, uh, military, because especially if there's going to be some internal conflict over, I guess, like, the politics of things, based on whatever these mul- these different reactions are, like, whether, you know, with him and Liv, and, you know, if, I feel like that is already evidence that this is how he's going to, going to be acting moving forward. Yeah, and I I also think too I I'm I'm very curious what 
this kind of new she's lives going to make a name for herself or kind of have this public mm-hmm. position. I'm really curious what that's going to entail. Yeah. And if it's if it's going to be within Fillmore Graves or if it's going to uh, combat Fillmore Graves. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It's again, it's now all out in the open, so it allows itself to be. It allows for so many more options. Yeah, no, it's it'll be a lot of fun to see what happens now. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to interviewing this uh, the cast and writers at Comic Con now mm-hmm. after this finale. Yeah, like so many questions. <laughs> uh, but any. Last lingering thoughts before we wrap it all up? I'm trying to think. Uh, no, I think I think I said everything um, I wanted to say. Just, again, want to reiterate that both Liv Moore and Del Bazio rock, because they do. So I second that, and I also want to uh, give a shout-out to... The uh, show for using Childish Gambino's zombies in that episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good call. Good. It was... Once again, music choice mm-hmm. on point. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I, man, damn it. I meant to make a note of that in my review, too. <laughs> That's all right. Whatever. All you can eat buffet. <laughs> Those fake text lingo memes come to mind. What your kids really mean when they text LMAO. Uh, oh man. As anything else goes? No, that was the last thing I wanted to toss on. All right. Then let's just go around the table and the proverbial table and uh, just tell everyone where they can find us and what we're doing this summer. Well, I I quickly want to hop on here because we did get a little bit of some responses last night. We Um, did? Yep. Huh? I did not see that. It's okay. It was. I think it was. It was on Blaze's initial one for the East Coast airing. Uh, okay. I just got a bunch of likes, so <laughs> it's it's still a good thing. But uh, I mean, I got I, Rose to like one of my tweets, so there that you was go. a plus. Um, got all, man. Everything Rose McIver does is fantastic. Uh, so the fact that she liked one of our tweets, I'm very happy about that. And we got Malcolm Goodwin following us on Twitter now. Shout out to Malcolm. Um, but we got uh, Natalie following us. Patrice follows us. Um, a bunch of other but, actors follow us. But uh, but yeah, so we got three tweets. Um, one from uh, a site I uh, I very much appreciate. They got a lot of good writers, a lot of good people on there. Uh, Tell 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 TV, um, who responded because Blaze tweeted out saying like. You know, what did you think about it? Let us know. We'll discuss it on the podcast. They just tweeted at us uh, a, a GIF, uh, or excuse me, a GIF from, uh, 
I assume Sex in the City or something, Sarah Jessica Parker, like, blinking her eyes, and they just wrote, I'm just in shock, so crazy, which I think is a response we all kind of have. Uh, hey, Blaze, you're uh, somebody you know tweeted at us. Uh, <laughs> you're uh, your uh, you're lady friend, a friend of ours. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the tweet right now, actually. Yeah, Miss, Miss Paris Haas. Shout out to Paris. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> she... She uh she tweeted the the gif of Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec, which is oh snap, <laughs> which again I think sums up a lot of people's feelings. Um, thank you, thank you for that, Paris, and and thank you for uh, thank you for whoever's live tweeting at uh, Telltale TV too for that response. And then lastly, we have uh, and I apologize if I am mispronouncing your name at all, uh, um, Amari Daniels, uh whose Twitter handle is at the other big O and he tweeted at us saying most shows would have a happy ending with everyone saved, but I zombie turning the town into zombies. Even Ravi was a great surprise ending. Um, so I agree with them. I zombie does not always give happy endings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even though we don't know if Ravi Ravi's a zombie or not, I'm, I'm, if I'm putting my money in Vegas on it. I say he's not, but, uh, even still, uh, we got a lot of, uh, a lot of zombies in Seattle now. It gives a happy ending for some. Not all. Blaine comes out of this <laughs> on top. You know, as he should. <laughs> He's the only one that really comes out on top this episode. This season, really. He played the long con last season, so like he's he's just living large. He he did he did I uh, listen man anything that um anything that brings up any uh, or that lets David Andrews do his thing on on my screen is good because this whole cast is is just so great but uh but yeah but that is that are all the that will do it for all the tweets we got so now now we can move into the the shameless plugs Every, everyone's everyone's favorite part of the uh, of the episode. Why don't you start us off then, Chris? Where can we find you on the internet, and what are you up to? Um, yeah, so you guys can find me on the internet, uh, as always, on Twitter, at Seekinger13. Uh, I don't really know what I've got coming up at the moment. I'm trying to take a little hiatus is the, long, uh, is the wrong word, because it makes it seem longer, but a little break from uh, reviewing some shows, just because it's been kind of nuts over these past like few months and uh so want to give myself a little bit of a breather but you can bet i'll be i'll be still very active on twitter um you know about different shows and everything and whenever i'm reviewing something new i'll be sure to mention it on here but yeah just follow me on there for anything and everything i'm doing and uh thank you guys so much for the support this season uh we really really appreciate it and we've had a blast talking uh, about the show uh, when it's actually been on the air it's been it's been fun these past uh, these past few months yeah it definitely has and blaze where can we find you and what you are you find up to me on twitter at blaze hopkins um i don't have some show i don't have i guess shows really coming out until uh later this month but i'll be covering ballers and the defenders for tv overmind and Aside from that, you can find me over at the Marvel Report, um, knocking out those comic reviews each week. 
We're also getting the ball rolling on a new podcast. Certain conversation. Comic Convo. Uh, you can find it at comic underscore convo on Twitter. And uh, we're up on iTunes. And uh, yeah, so it's pretty much Chris and I talking comics with a bunch of guests. You can eventually find uh, Sean on there. We'll be talking some Power Rangers. We're going to do some stuff at Comic-Con. And uh, yeah, I just am pumped to get it rolling. I just finished volume three of the Power Rangers comic right now, and I, 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 I've got words. Um, but I guess that just leaves <laughs> me uh, anywhere, anytime, on Twitter, at Snarky Sean. Uh, I've got some stuff rolling out of the Marvel Report. I got the new Thor Fungo reveal the other day. I just posted it today. Um, my comic-con collectible guide as always i'm updating that i've got some more stuff with avengers academy as well as the new spider-man series and then i mean i guess now that it's on my twitter bio i guess i can announce my psych rewatch podcast with uh jenna anderson and russ berlin game of comicbook.com i give shout out after russ for coining the term zombazio last night uh thinking it known to me by tweeting at us <laughs> about it. Um, and uh, you can find that it is delicious flavor and you can find it on Twitter at D underscore delicious flavor. If you get confused on how to spell delicious, just go to my Twitter account. It's in my <laughs> bio. Uh, the official launch of that won't be until around mid to late August. So keep an eye out on that. And in the meantime, enjoy my psych live tweets. And you can find this podcast always, always at iZombieRadio.com or on Twitter at iZombieRadio or Facebook. Just search iZombieRadio in the search bar. I mean, that, that's pretty easy. Uh, <laughs> and let's see. We are part of the DCTV Podcast Universe Network of Podcasts where we've got all the great shows like Supergirl, Flash, Legends, Arrow, Black Lightning, DC Movies, Krypton, DC Classics. I think I already said DC Classics. Did I say DC Classics twice? You said uh, DC Films before, okay. so you're good. Uh, I'm confused. <laughs> as well as the Titans podcast and who knows what else is coming up down the line. Uh, you can find that at, at DCTV Podcasts on Twitter just search up DCTV Podcasts on Facebook or uh, subscribe to the Mega Feed on iTunes and you'll find everything there. Oh, also be sure to like and like review us, rate us, do whatever it is you do on whatever podcast app you have because I don't know how many we are actually a part of. I know we're on iTunes, I know we're on Stitcher, we're everywhere else probably as well. So please... Please, we'd appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening this season, and uh, have a good one.